The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing city. What's up, everybody? Good morning, Boston. What's happening? It is a mostly lovely day here in Westwood, Massachusetts. I don't know when you're listening to this. For all I know, it might be crappy weather on that particular day but today it's pretty nice spring is springing all over the place and i have an awesome guest today on the boston podcast by the way thank you for listening we appreciate it we don't take it for granted we don't have too many friends here so thank you for listening to the boston podcast you should if you have a chance check out all the cool stuff we have pod617.com the boston podcast network by the way we produce podcasts here in our podcast bunker located conveniently off of Route 128 in Westwood, Mass. We're right upstairs from a Comella's Italian restaurant, by the way. Delicious. Not a sponsor of the show yet. We're working on that. At any rate, I promised a great um, guest, and from Kerry Murray Architecture, I have the one and only, guess who? Kerry Murray is here with me in studio, and I already blew the sound effect. There it is! (laughs) For a minute, you might have been nervous that the crowd wasn't applauding for you, but rest assured, they were just ready. Now, um, so Kerry has her own architecture firm, and uh, we have a lot to talk about. How are you today? I am doing very well. Thank you. So you said it was okay if I reveal to our listening audience that you were actually slightly nervous about coming on this podcast. I am. Don't I am. worry. This is my first. Nope. <laughs> you never forget your first podcast, right? I am honored that this is the first one to do. Oh, cool. I'm honored as well <laughs> that it's your, your first appearance. First of many, I would, I would assume. Let's is hope. Are there good architecture podcasts? I don't even know. Um, I'm sure. There's actually some podcasts that I listen to, but they are actually run by contractors right now. There's a big um, following on Instagram, and so mm-hmm. I follow them, and I listen to some of their podcasts just to... And so the contractors come on, they talk about like our, their latest development? or is, Yeah, they... Um, they're really starting to grow, and they're kind of teamed up a little bit with this old house. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, they talk about a variety of different things, but they'll talk about the subcontractors, how they're growing their business, how they go about their business, mm-hmm. um, challenges they face on the project during construction. So uh, for me, I think it's helpful to listen to um, because it's related work, but it's not the work that I do physically. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like to hear the challenges that they might face or sort of the way that they run their business or how, how they want to run their business. And I kind of see if things that I do in my line of work mm-hmm. can relate to that. Sounds like a little bit more technical. That that answer was awesome, Carrie. Seriously. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. All right. so, I'm playing with her. She's uh, being a good sport. So, um, those podcasts sound like maybe a little bit more technical than your average, say, you know, buy this house, fix up this house reality show. I don't know the names of all those things, but there's exactly. zillions of them. Yeah. Do you watch any of those shows? I do not. <laughs> I do not. I don't enjoy them. By design? How come? Um, I just, I think that they paint a false sense of reality. Mm. So I think that they're difficult to 
overcome. Like, Wait a minute. You're saying that not all reality TV is real? <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Yes. Well, I mean, I do like this. Amazing. Go ahead. I do like this old house. I think that that's a, a good show. But really, the HGTV shows are not my Baloney. Yeah. Not my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Bill Hader, the comedian, the former Saturday Night Live dude, was on uh, Kimmel. Yeah, was, I get my mix, my late night guys mixed up, but I think it was the Kimmel show. And the Kimmel was saying, you used to be a uh, production assistant on the show. And he was like, yeah, it was The Surreal Life. <laughs> and The Surreal Life was one of those crazy, like, kind of quasi spin-offs of the real world, but they took like uh, bizarro B-level celebrities, right? And so it was the one with Corey Feldman, right? You remember Corey <laughs> yep. Feldman, right? Mm -hmm. And so as Bill Hader describes it, Corey Feldman is is crying and saying, I just don't know what I'm going to do. And then the director from off screen says, okay, Corey, that's great. Could you do it again? Except this time say, add this week because we want to frame it. So it's this <laughs> week. And Corey Feldman says, yeah, okay, no problem. I don't know what I'm going to do this week. And Bill Hader was like, at 22-year-old Bill Hader was like, I can't believe it. It's all phony. But you know what? I had never heard it that point blank. Do you think a lot of those shows are really, including the home shows, is like they tell the people, okay, so now walk into this room and look real excited and all that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you think? Yeah, it's um, yeah. A lot of it is completely made up or staged. Um, you know, they drive away with the trailer with all the stuff in the house yeah. at the end, and um, I think it's hard because some of those shows are done in parts of the country that are not Massachusetts, and so just the cost is is just something that's very far off um, from what people could relate to, say in Massachusetts, and just the timeline. People are like, why couldn't you build me a whole house in one hour? That's they can do it on TV. Right. But yeah, but it gives every Bostonian a chance to say, oh my freaking God, why don't we live in Williamsburg or San Diego? We could afford so much more. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, I like those shows occasionally just because I, I, I did watch a series on Netflix about the world's most amazing homes. Mm -hmm. Did you happen to catch any of that? No, but yeah. I've seen you You've know, probably similar seen a similar concept, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like um it's not the real world because none of us could well, I'll speak for myself, could even dream of affording homes like this, but like they like right. on the coast of some Greek island, it's built like into the mountain, you know, mm -hmm. and all kinds of like tunnels and stuff. So, I take it that's not your typical architecture project. No, no. <laughs> but I do think the show, say, like This Old House, like that's something that a lot of people can relate to. They know that show. Um, they feature things that are all here in New England, in Massachusetts. And I think that the message of their show that I really like, um, it has a lot to do with preserving, you know, the homes that we have that are historic or in line with sort of that local vernacular type of architecture, which is what I really enjoy. Um, mm -hmm. You know, all of the classic New England styles is what, um, those are the projects that I seek out most um, in towns that also reflect that architecture throughout um, the neighborhoods. And so I, I do like that show because I, I think that it helps promote um, the awareness or sort of asks people to try to, you know, I don't know, preserve a lot of the qualities of and character of, of those older homes. So those older homes that you appreciate and, and admire, are they literally going out of style? Like they just don't make those styles anymore? Or 
I think that the sad part is, um, yeah, I think it's not that they don't make them, right? Like a colonial-style house, you'll see. Um, I think it's the quality and sort of the material choices and the attention to detail and scale that um, can be something that gets overlooked, where people are just trying to build something fast, something mm-hmm. inexpensive. So you mentioned colonial, right? Mm-hmm. So which one is that? The one with like the columns in the front? No. Well, so even if you were just to say take something basic, so it's a box, it's two stories, the center doorway, you would have um, you know windows on either side that would flank the doorway, and then um, the same sort of pattern, slightly shorter windows above. Uh, when you enter in the front door, the usually the stairway is right in that mm-hmm. entry area, and so that could be somewhat. Oh, I think I lifted it out. Now that I think about it, kind kind of a roomy uh, foyer. You call it a foyer. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. and then typically like uh, I'm picturing dining room off to either the right or the left, with mm-hmm. then a fancy living room, and then on the, the ki- opposite side. Right, and then the kitchen is typically and typically one staircase, kind of going up the middle of the house. Yep. That's a colonial. Uh, okay. Yep. Um, so, is that your favorite? <laughs> um, it's not that it's my favorite, but. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, the colonial that you would want to see would have really beautiful wood cladboards that are on the outside, um, the spacing and even the distance of those cladboards. The older homes had a shorter, um, you know, run between the cladboards where now they're becoming a little bit larger. They're being replaced with like vinyl siding, mm. um, some composite siding. That must make you ill when you the see the vinyl The vinyl is a little difficult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Um, and like when you talk about classic kind of homes, I'm thinking of like a cape. Yep. Okay. So I'm, I'm just such an idiot when it comes to this stuff. Is it, is it called a cape because of Cape Cod? Um, yeah. I mean the, the vernacular of where it started, um, it was a, it was typical for that area to see the way that they were built. Um, and you know, the, the, a lot of those classic capes. Um, they have like a little bit of a variety between them. You know, some will have a door on one side and the windows to the left, and they're a little bit smaller. Um, some of them get a little larger where they've added in addition to the other side, and they become a little bit more balanced. Um, some of them, you know, when you get up onto the second floor, it's mm-hmm. really just two bedrooms on either side, some of the older ones. And they've kind of grown to accommodate a little bit more living space. They try to suck out every last little spot. So there were like nooks and crannies. And then there were some of the bedrooms where like the ceiling's actually slanted, which will allow me to inevitably hit my head when I get up. Yes, for, for someone you know, like when you, Heading for out sure. to the beach uh, from my cottage, you get up and hit my head. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, but the, but that the, a home like that has personality, like it has quirks. It does. And, you know, they exist a lot. And I actually get a lot of calls about Cape houses, how, you know, people today with sort of the size of the family and how people live, you know, they want to live in these charming Cape homes, but they need more space. And and they call me and I've done quite a few, you know, additions to Capes. And it's funny because you, you would think that all the Capes are pretty much the same, but they're not. They're all very, very unique. Mm-hmm. Um, each project is unique. And that does have a lot to do with sort of the lot that they're on. And, you know, some of them that I've done are either historic or in a historic district, which adds a lot of um, layering to the project as you move through the design phase. So So forgive me, you do 
all residential or you do, no, you do commercial as well? Nope, only residential. Only, only residential, okay. So we all know the iconic uh, television character, George Costanza, dreamed of being an architect one day <laughs> be- and never quite made it there. I mean, not in real life, in his head perhaps. <laughs> right. But that was out of a mythology of an architecture be an architect uh, an architect i think being not only a cool like uh, super prominent well-paying job but also there was something sort of uh you know mystical about it and you could use your you know creative talents to create something awesome so please tell me being an architecture is exactly that glamorous is it exactly that glamorous <laughs> um, <laughs> unfortunately, I mean, I wish it, it is wonderful. I, I love it. I think it's a wonderful profession and I encourage a lot of people to pursue it, you know, for, for younger generations. Um, but there's a lot that goes into it, a lot more than just drawing something beautiful. And I think that a, they, they don't necessarily prepare you for all <laughs> of what you face in architecture school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just in terms of therapy. <laughs> um, how much in, you need in, after Well, <laughs> not even how much you need, but how much therapy you're going to offer to the world out there that engages you, whether it's I a see. contractor that you're trying to sort You become of, part therapist. Yes, to, part therapist. To a bunch of different people to in the project. a bunch of different people okay. in the project. Okay, um, And there's just a lot that goes into a project and a a construction project that requires an architect and the architect usually acts as sort of like the quarterback to this project and the design aspect of the project is, I mean, while it's the most important and it is central, it's not, um, it doesn't make up the whole, the whole picture. There's a lot of other facets that go into it that the architect sort of, um, not necessarily responsible for, but, um, you know, should be either engaged in doing that type of work or ends up doing that work. Mm-hmm. Do people request unusual things? So you, I, I want to make sure I know what you do. So you, <laughs> you draw beautiful things. You just said it. I'm quoting you back to you. <laughs> okay. But I mean, I know in a, in like a general, like high level sense, what an, an uh, architect does, but yeah. you know, you, you, I'm wondering how I guess my question is sort of how much leeway do you have and and to design a home because you know around um the town we live in for example there are mm-hmm. developments where it looked like the homeowner had a choice of like just you know three templates That's and that was it That's not an architect. That's, oh okay. That basically is just a builder who has like spec okay. plans of something. That's like our nemesis. It's That's your not, nemesis. Not the McMansions. Yes. Oh, right. Okay. Well, for me personally. No, good. Tell me why. So you hate them, and they should all be destroyed. Oh no. man, no, they should. <laughs> they really should. Um, yeah, I just I think that each home should just be designed individually for the site and for whoever's living there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't really think that the mass housing is good, and unfortunately, too, with those developers um, and all this, the it's just very, very poor quality construction. It's poor quality materials. Um, they don't take, you know, energy efficiency or the landscape into consideration as much as you would want them to. So it's a little unfortunate. I think people get a little um, enticed by the size. I think mm-hmm. people really think that bigger is better and um, it's not exactly what Bigger is not better? <laughs> Damn bigger. it. 
Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm rethinking some, this. In some instances. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> not, not necessarily. Oh, um, you just gave. Always with the house. I mean, you know, I'm an architect, right? I want people to want to build or design big, beautiful houses. But um, You just gave hope for legions of men <laughs> who can't afford big homes, to be clear. Yes. To be clear. Yeah. So, uh, t- so I'm wondering whether you have, you tell me if these are stupid questions. That's your job. How, do you get unusual requests? Like, what kind of unusual requests might you get? Um, I, you, not like, unusual. Anybody... So I was working with someone. Uh, the project ends up being in, you know, the Boston um, areas where we submit. It's West Roxbury, but we use submit through Boston. Um, and I had worked with this gentleman on a three-car garage. He had a Queen Anne home, it, a very beautiful home. A lot what of did ornate. you say, Queen Anne? What does yeah, that mean? Yeah, it's like a lot of Victorian, like a ornate okay. detailing. Um, Classic looking. Yeah, yeah. beautiful house, yeah. nice cedar shake shingles. Mm. Um, and so I did this garage. It was, ended up being a really high-end garage for a garage. Um, it had beautiful eyebrow dormers, the dormers that, you know, have um, their circular at the top. I would call it the stuff that goes over the top of each entrance into the garage. I'm glad you had a fancier name for yes. it. Wait, we're talking about the same thing, right? The, yes. When you say, I, you said eyebrow, didn't you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's what they're called. Do you feel like you're but counseling, like, uh, <laughs> what's lower totally than what's fine. lower than architecture it's 101? It's totally fine. I mean, and I get all okay. different clients, like people that know a lot and people who don't. So it, it's... Yeah, you know, like I want one of those fancy is, things in my archway but thing. But this gentleman, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, I was I'm there for the, yeah. for the garage, the garage. which is fine. Wait, you got brought in just to do the garage? Just to do the garage, because you, you have a lot. There's permitting. You have to have drawings. You have to have. Well, I bet this guy. Had, this guy had fancy cars, so he did have fancy cars. Yeah. Everyone, you know, really, if you're going to do a project, you need an architect. But long story short, so mm. he was like, "Hey, Carrie, um, we're done with the garage. That's great. Um, I want to build a greenhouse uh, for for you know use, and I want to attach it, and I want it to be three stories." And a well, three-story greenhouse. Well, it's two stories, and then it has this very large roofed area um, because he wanted to be mm. able to ac- access it. You know, is how the land slopes from down his from his miniature helicopter. No, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> from his sort of main living area, um, which from the backyard was a story higher than oh. where you would enter the greenhouse. Um, was your client Batman? <laughs> my client was pretty cool. He could okay. pros- possibly have moonlighted as Batman, but um, but this was very unique. I mean, so no he wanted one... to walk from his like what his living room through a tunnel into his multi-story greenhouse. Yes, we just attached it right to the back. We had it, it was completely unique. We had a nice, beautiful stone foundation. I'm just gonna say this is why the terrorists hate us. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, it, come on, I'm yeah, with you I because mean, I like everybody likes cool stuff like this. I mean, come it's on. super cool. Yeah. It was custom made. We had to have a greenhouse manufacturer come in. We we had um, a metal graded floor and a spiral staircase made um, so that you can go up and down. And so um, greenhouse, he was a uh, plant guy, flower guy. Yeah, he wanted to be able to grow his stuff all year round right. and not walk outside. And okay. And All right. so the, but it was very unique. I had never done it before. I said, you know, I can help you sort of understand the design and what you should have it look like. But, you know, I, this, this is going to be my first rodeo here on this. Yeah. And, um, so that was a, a unique. You might say ask. there's no blueprint for that. <laughs> uh, thank you. Where's my rim shot? <laughs> thank you. Um, so. Also, would have been appropriate use of the word literally. It's, it's rare <laughs> these days. There literally was no blueprint for it. All right, I'm done. That was not worth the time <laughs> we spent on it. So how did it turn out? 
Wonderful. Yeah. Um, it looks really good. I actually am hoping this spring is when I might be able to go take some pictures mm -hmm. um, of the finished finished cool. product. So, yeah. So, I mean, it, it got built. It got permitted. It, Hello, it, Architecture Digest. You might want to take a look at this. It, it's it's very – there's not many of them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, everyone was kind of surprised. It was a lot of firsts for, for people. And, um, Has yeah. anyone – but in, um, in terms of, like, other unique requests, mm. um, I think that there are always, I don't know, I think I would have to think about any more that are very unique. What, ty what type of thing, what requests have you gotten where you've had to respond, we really can't do that? You ever get that? Um, it's not so much... We can't we can't do it right in terms of design and construction. There's there is a lot that you can do, but really money is <laughs> for a price, right? right? And so um, typically People's it will have a lot. Eyes are to bigger do than their pockets, with, yep. right? Yeah, you know you, we could do that, but you can't afford to do that, mm -hmm. or or that would be great, but you know the permitting issues, the the city or the town just won't allow that um, to happen, and and you can go ask them, and they can deny you. Directly, <laughs> right, right. But they, um, they won't be warned. <laughs> they won't allow a um, fifty thousand dollar, fifty thousand gallon uh, ball pit because that's what I would like. <laughs> so this is what I would like, Carrie. So get to work on this. I can't afford the house yet, but someday I will be able to. You hear me, people? Buy more podcasts, okay? Dave wants this house. Ball pit. The ball pit. I want to design it. Indoor pool. It. Have you ever designed a uh, house with an indoor pool? No. Okay. Nope. See, indoor no. pools have become like, not cliche, uh, uh, what's the word? It's the French word, déclassé. They become déclassé, and hotels don't even really have indoor pools anymore. I was raised on those stinky chlorine uh, indoor pools. I want my hotel to have one of those, and I want my new home to have one. But then I also picture like all kinds of slides and stuff and little beach chairs and like phony sun for the winter. Because you know what? I had, I've been there. I had a pool. I had an outdoor pool. It's freaking fantastic for about four to five weeks in the middle of the summer. And then other than that, you get your rain, you get your, and uh, of course you got your constant fishing, who knows what kind of rodents out of your uh, skimmer. Now you don't have a pool, do you? I do not have a pool. You have a lovely home. You live and in sort I, of a classic home. Uh, it's what, what, like a farmhouse style. Farmhouse style. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, it was a, a farmhouse style. Uh, it's an old home. And actually when we purchased it, it had been... It, you know, it had that vinyl siding and it actually had aluminum siding. Um, you know, over the years, it had been trying to be maintained by an older couple. And mm -hmm. so we've been trying to strip it um, and bring it back. I have some old black and white photos of what it looked like. And it had a beautiful cobblestone driveway. And mm. uh, I work very hard. I rip all the asphalt up every spring. Mm -hmm. I go out and try to expose um, because the cob the granite is... You'll you'll never be able to find. Someone that. put asphalt over the lovely cobblestones, Cobbles, the granite, and they're all there. So and you can't. There's nothing you can do to just blast blast out that the asphalt once and for all. I'm I'm trying to rip it up because I. It seems like they've done a few layers of it, so I'm trying to rip it up and and preserve it. There'll be parts uh, of it. You're that I'll out have there with a little pickaxe, like oh, yeah. Andy Dufresne breaking out of prison in the Shawshank uh -huh. Redemption. That's yeah, what you're and doing. Yeah, I get a dumpster. I throw God all the asphalt into it. Uh -huh. Will you ever design your own home? Do you hope to? Um, yeah, I mean, th that would definitely be a dream, I guess, for an architect. And um, I actually met my husband in s 
school, graduate school for architecture. So um, I think it would probably be a, a good idea for him and I to collaborate on something. Cool. Um, yeah, you'll yeah, never, we'll see what yeah, the future good, holds. Th- good luck with that. You're not going to fight over anything. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and by the way, I don't, I don't, I, I've probably only met your husband once, if, if at all. So, is, and is he a working architecture? He does not. He does marketing. Oh, okay. Yep. He went off to, you know, go do marketing, and uh, he really enjoys it. He's he's very creative. He's it. So um, mm. he does a very successful for himself um, in that capacity, and. You know, I think the interesting thing, too, like even with my own house, I had bought it and I was like, this is the best. It's old. I'm going to fix it up. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be a labor of love. And then you, you know, start to run your own business and you have three small children and, you know, nine o'clock at night rolls around and the last thing you want to do is think of a cool idea for your house. You're just in bed. So maybe, maybe in a few years. One of my, (laughs) one of my friends growing up like in elementary school his dad was in architecture and he like his dad was super creative so he was always the kid in class that drew something like no one else could really draw and I remember being in his home it was exactly what you would expect it to be there were just creative touches all over the place highlighted by a legit working stoplight you know red yellow green Uh which would like flicker different colors here and there and I always thought that was so cool. It's like, Mom, they have a stoplight in their house, like right in their house, and it works too. Um, I thought of something else I, I want for my home. I want that little toy train that Ricky Schroeder had in Silver Spoons, and it has to run throughout okay. the house. Can we do that? Yeah, actually, I had I didn't get this client because I think, long story short, I don't think he moved forward in general, but he did want like a golf simulator in the basement Okay. that we would have to plan for. Yeah, of course. Um, Those golf people. Which that I was you know like, okay, that would be a new, new thing to have to accommodate, mm-hmm. um, you know, in terms of things yeah. that some people might I want wouldn't to want that. Indoor wiffle ball field. I would be interested in that. You need to make the home run wall. That can be in the backyard. We, I guess we can do that outdoors. outdoors. Although I would like it to be all seasons. No, mm-hmm. we could do a sort of ping pong emporium in the mm-hmm. basement for the, the off. I'm work, it's a work in progress, Carrie. I don't know. It's, it's you know, this, this dream house. Um, I want it to look partly like one of the castles on Game of Thrones and then partly like <laughs> Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Just anything in between. River of Chocolate. Yeah, very easy. Write that down. River That's of Chocolate. We're doing that easy. too. I could do that um, quick. I could draw that. <laughs> so so um, coming up, Carrie and I are going to do good stuff where we tell you a couple things you absolutely should be watching on TV or maybe absolutely, absolutely should be avoiding. You're going to have to stick around and find out. But before we do that, before we go to break, um, t- just tell me, Carrie, what... Tell me, that was there a moment that was sort of your proudest when you kind of said, this is the coolest thing and you created something that, maybe something that you still can drive by today and say, hey, I did that, because I think that would be really remarkable. Um, I think that there's actually two things, and I'll go quick on it. The first thing that I thought- You don't thought, feel quick. It's a podcast. I got plenty, I got plenty <laughs> of uh, digital space here. So I got my license about four years ago. That's when I officially like kicked off my own business. And so to get your license- to become an architect, not only do you need to have all of this schooling, you have to have a master's degree, you have to have all of these hours in the work field before you can even sit for your tests. Um, and then you have to take seven tests, and they're very intensive um, hours and hours uh, in length each test. And um, I actually, basically, on all my tests, I had sat 
uh, I think I was pregnant for all of them. My three young children are all very close in age. Um, and I just remember that Footnote, last time. Carrie's kids are adorable. <laughs> they are. If you don't they mind me really, saying. They are really, really cute kids. They are really cute kids. Um, but I remember when I passed that last test and I got that, you know, notification in the mail that I had, you know, completed this journey that was a very long journey from when I started my graduate degree. Um, and sort of the fact that I had bought a house and I had gotten married and I had three kids and doing that all at the same time as, you know, juggling this, you know, really intense uh, study and testing period. I was that was really like a, a good moment for me. I felt like if I could do this, um, then I could really kind of do anything. Which is when I was like, you know, I can start my own firm. I can really do do anything if right. if I can get through that. Right. Um, half of it I I blocked out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> young kids. So right. and and so I think even to now, four years later, to you know, I have a few new build homes. Um, you know, full new builds. Um, I have an addition project in Sharon that's it's quite large. Um, it's it's almost four thousand square feet, so it's a very large addition. Um, and you know, wow. it's very challenging. You're probably not design. allowed to say what street it's on. You'll I tell cannot. me afterwards. I'll tell you. After, Wait, a, f- but a four. Say it again. It's roughly. I mean, it's it's a. Um, it has roughly three stories, right? That's there's a basement, a very large basement okay. to it. Um, but you're doing the addition to this home. The addition is that large. The addition is that large. The, the addition. So the so point is why the is terrorists that, hate us, people. <laughs> exactly. But the point is, are that they welcoming I've been in able a family to, of gypsies or something, or they just want to be the? All right, you know what? They're lovely, lovely people, and the house is beautiful. Right. And I don't want to malign your profession. Very good decisions. You know what? Building things is good. Building yeah, no, things is it's good. it's a wonderful thing, and and it is in the town that I also live in. So um, I'm all for this positive um, okay. growth. But uh, so I think in the four years, sort of the scale and and really the homes that have come out, I, I really enjoy looking at, and so I'm happy to see some of those. Yeah, I guess you know to drive by them. Right. Well, I I get it. Like your journey is as important as the destination, right? For you to to be the. Yeah. Did you think you were going to be an architect architect when you were a little girl growing up on no, the streets no, of Long really, Island? No, not really. No. I was going to ask you a trivia question: What you have in common with uh, D. Snyder, Billy Joel, and Billy Idol? Oh my. Do you know God. what that is? Yeah, Long, Long Island. Island. Yeah. yeah. People don't know Billy Idol. A little bit of a fake. Spent his childhood years in Long Island. Then went then went to England. Yeah. Oh. How about that? I noticed yeah, your um, your accent a couple times. It pops up here. I try to really hide it. What I, town did you grow up in? Huntington. Okay. It's a great town, mm-hmm. um, but I do try to hide it. I don't know why, but um, uh, sadly, not that I don't like New York, uh, but I I love Massachusetts and right. Um, you don't, don't you don't have a desire a to go back to the island. Fan. <laughs> good. <laughs> I'm a full on New England fan. Sox fan. Yes, I've seen you in your your gear. Yeah. So all my gear. You're legit. Big sports fan. So. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Long Island, it occurs to me, it, it, it to the, the person who's only visited there a few times, it feels like it's really just one road. There's one road, and there's always traffic on that road yes. that just mm-hmm. goes down the whole frickin' island. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen all the nice parts of Long Island. Uh, for some reason, I always end up in Ronkonkoma by the airport. Like, whatever, <laughs> whatever reason, I've been there for business. I've been there for my son's uh, baseball tournament. There's, there's a real nice baseball facility called... Um, uh, baseball heaven down there somewhere, okay. um, but but man, and it is a schlep getting there. Like you can't get like you. Well, yeah. Let's take the ferry. Uh, That's th- why I take the ferry. Yeah, Only the ferry. Well, the the both routes take forever. You can drive or fly or and none of them are perfect. But the ferry, at least you get to, you know, drive your car in there and, and go up and have a 
beer or a glass of wine with with the sun. Hopefully the sun's shining. Um, Cool. So will you uh, stick around a few more minutes, Carrie, as we go to break? Stay with us here on the Boston Podcast. Coming up, good stuff. You're going to want to hear this. Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts. It's Are You Not Entertained? The was I and the am I entertained? Can I start that again? Sorry. Am I entertained? I did it again. (laughs) Dumbass. Are you entertained? Ah! All right. Sorry. Sorry. It's Ed Nathanson. I'm here to give you the podcast that I've always wanted to do. That's talking about movies. That's talking about music, sports, pop culture. That's talking to some of the best people in employer branding around the world. Are you not entertained? Can I start that again? And we're back on the Boston podcast. Did you enjoy your break? I did. Me and Carrie just hanging out here. Um, so, and as we're hanging out, we went to this website, which I didn't know about, uh, and but I was told to check it out. And it's called house.com, which is like a funky way of spelling house. But if you don't know, you need to have it spelled for you. H-O-U-Z-Z, house.com. So this is, you're in the industry, obviously, Carrie, so you know, but but first, tell me about the website. It's it's um, is it for home buyers to go look at architectures uh, architects works or? Yeah, um, so anyone can really go on. You can find a professional in your area, like a professional contractor. You can find an architect, and even places like you know a kitchen cabinet vendor, um, say Metropolitan. They're a pretty big one. They'll be on there. You can see a lot of their work. You can contact them. Um, connect with them. It's really a way for all design professionals and people that are related to that industry to come to one place. And House really um, does a good job showcasing people's work. And you can post photos. And they give out um, awards for certain things? They do. So um, Go ahead, brag a little bit. We want to hear this. <laughs> so, so for me, I was able to this year and last year um, receive the Best of House Uh, award for my area for um, the category. (laughs) Um, They do mine is for service. (laughs) All right, I'm done. Sorry. (laughs) It has a lot to do with, um, you know, uh, with my clients and and the services that I provide. And it's Mm -hmm. based on a a variety of categories as to how you can qualify for it. But uh, one thing that... These are all your projects here. We're yep. just sifting through. So go That's every- the garage with the dormers. This is it? This, see, see there? That one. Right here. These it are the eyebrows. Show the, yeah, doesn't show the greenhouse. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't show the greenhouse. Not yet. So, yeah, if you missed it, go to house.com, H-O-U-Z-Z.com, and search yeah. for Carrie. So there's only one uh, R and one I in Carrie, K-E-R-I. Carrie, Mar- Mar- typical spelling, architecture, and you'll see all of our works. And so I'm looking at the So that one was in West Roxbury with the, with the funky, crazy um, garage. Yep. And then you got a, a lovely, like, uh, old-timey-looking house in Situate. Yeah. You got a sort of stately-looking house in Cambridge. Um, I'm calling it, I'm using these adjectives because I don't know what they're actually called. But, um, and then you did a kitchen conversion, which is kind of cool. Oh, my God, look at that one. So know, in, in Newton, Newton, is that a bathroom <laughs> we're looking is, at? It is. It's Can I tell you if, <laughs> oh, my God, you almost need glasses because it is so immaculately white and yep. glass Mm-hmm. It looks like I don't know, like Battlestar Galactica or something, but <laughs> yes. but but in in a classy way, right. in a classy in a way. way. Um, some cape houses on there. Oh, there's yeah, there's one literally on East Falmouth. Yeah. Oh, you got to check this out. This is awesome, Carrie, and congratulations on the awards. Um, Thank you. 
And so uh, this is like for the real, the, the, the home buyer who has actually good taste, you know, and wants yeah, the like. the thing too, my website is actually a little bit better. I think that the quality, I'm not overly happy with the quality of the images on house, but uh, my website features a lot of stuff. It actually has even more projects. Um, and I think that the, the quality of the photos is a little bit better. So, but you can go between, you can even go on house and then click on my Website. I finally got you to brag about yourself a little bit and be a little self-promotional. <laughs> She's not that way by nature. She's super humble, as you can tell. But in case you missed it, it's Carrie, so KerryMurrayArchitecture.com. Once again, K-E-R-I-M-U-R-R-A-Y. Architecture. If you don't know how to spell that, then get off my podcast. <laughs> Go back to school, people. KerryMurrayArchitecture.com. <laughs> by the way, just to, before I forget, on Instagram, you can find her at, at KerryMurrayArchitecture. And if you want to email the great Carrie Murray yourself, it's Carrie K E R I at KerryMurrayArchitecture.com. Well, your your head must be exploding at this point. How many times <laughs> has someone said your name that many times? By the way, this photo is is just ridiculous. You look you uh, you'll forgive me because I know it's professional, but you look too cute for words in that photo. Oh, That's thank it's, you. A, it's a really great. Thank was it? You. Did you it have actually, a professional photo? I did document? have a professional. Smart. She's yep. done two shoots for me, and she's been wonderful. That's that's just an awesome photo. That and that captures you. Yeah. It's it's Carrie smiling in like a uh, sort of casual business dress. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm yeah. not a girl. I don't know. Okay, yeah, so fine. That's, that's and she's life. got these cool glasses, and she just looks like the hippest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> okay. Um, totally all right. So check <laughs> check out Carrie. Get in touch with Carrie. But um, I'd be remiss if I didn't make do on my promise to do the segment on this show that we call Good Stuff. Oh, that's the good stuff. <laughs> Whatever happened to the B-52s? So, uh, Carrie, has, you've picked out a show. We've each picked out a TV show, okay? So, uh, which, wh- and this is a show that you watch consistently. Mm-hmm. You binge, you watch, you whatever. Does you, yeah. does Hubby join you watching this? He does. Okay. He does. And it's not an architecture show. It's we were having, not. We're having to go off the board here. Tell us what it is. It's not. It's called The Great British Baking Show. So it's one of these baking shows. It's a baking show. But the British, I'm sure, makes it even more pretentious. I don't know. Let's listen to the trailer and see what's going on here. The Phenomenon returns with all new episodes. I'm expecting the unexpected. <laughs> so bring your skills. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. A white chocolate and wasabi sauce. Hello. Ugh. Bring your nerve. I was so calm earlier. Because they don't relent. They are fairly uniform. Lee bad. In the tent. <laughs> that taste. Wait, what Unbelievable. is Unbelievable. <laughs> the Great British Baking Show premieres Friday, June 16th, 9, 8, So it looks on PBS. funny with the typical, like, there's a moment where there's a cake falling out of an oven, like, oh, no, what shall I do now? And uh, But it looks like uh, contestants young and old, right? Mm-hmm. So why do you like it? Yeah. Well, so I yeah. cannot cook, and nor right. can my husband. We are, I mean, I burn toast consistently. <laughs> my kids eat a lot of raw food, right. um, which is great. It's great for their health. Um, so I don't cook. So I really enjoy <laughs> watching these Here, people Come here, cook. kid. Uh, open up. <laughs> I get an egg. I'm going to crack into your mouth. <laughs> so it's quite true. <laughs> um I yeah, so I I don't cook, and so I really enjoy watching other people cook. Uh, most of the time, my husband and I laugh a lot about how we have no idea what they're even talking about in terms of ingredients or types of dough that they make. Um, right. But we find it just really therapeutic and and fun, and um, you know we think that 
the Mary Berry is like the most wonderful. So woman. she's the she's host. She's the old, older woman. Yeah, okay. the host. She's like a famous baker, um, mm-hmm. and it's just it has really good energy. And Nate and I um, often joke that we should have our own show, but we should do it for architecture. And you know, we're going to be like you know Mary and Paul and be the critiquers, and then we'd have these stations, and people could have to build little models yeah. or like draw something and like a because they do it it's timed and they do three right. different challenges and so time them and see that's a good twist on the home building show because they do yeah. they you know there is the what's the one the dream house one where like you know they bring in the team and then they have to do it in a certain amount of days and then the the poor obese woman who's lost all of her family for some reason turns around and they say look at your new home and she's oh, all yeah. excited mm-hmm. um there are those but there's not one that's a like a contest like you get a right where it's like up and coming architect they're architects architect. they're okay. not there's no client yeah they're not actually in, on your show that hasn't launched yet <laughs> right you're they'll be they'll be architects that'll have to so yeah, it's be, like a design charrette show. Like they'd have to come in and they'd have to they'd have three different challenges. Maybe they'd have I to like build this a idea, model Carrie. or yep. do some sort of drawing. Um, you know exercise. why you like architecture and you like cooking shows, and and this is a great idea for a show. It's like it's encapsulated in this observation. The reason why they always have cooking segments on like late night talk shows and daytime talk shows like Ellen and all those other shows. The reason why is because once you start watching it, mm-hmm. you will always watch to see what the thing turns out like at the end, even though yes. you don't get to eat it because you're just watching TV. But it, it, you have to see it. Like if they yep. start baking that pie, it's like I want to know what that looks like. Of course, then they all, you have to stomach the thing, no pun intended, where they, <laughs> where they take out a pie that's a finished one, not the same one they've been working on because whatever. Yeah. But um, – in the same way, you want the reveal. That's what's so great about these shows. And so yours yours would have that as well. Yeah. Um, all right. My good stuff. Good one, Carrie. Thumbs Thanks. up. Yeah. Um, my good stuff is this latest project from 80 Bryant, and it's on Hulu. And this is a show called Shrill. And here's a little bit of the trailer. Um, let's see. I got my lotion and my gum and my shoelaces for my brown shoes. Um, and could I also get um, the morning after pill? Hey, Nick, do we sell the morning after oh, pill? Oh, that's okay. We don't need to bother Nick. He's doing <laughs> pill business. <laughs> I know I'm just assistant calendar editor, but I would really love to write more. And but I think you millennial dumpling. Work hard and pay your dues. So that's a maybe then, right? <laughs> are you liking the thin menu? It's fine. Well, are you doing the almonds between meals? Yeah, they're so satisfying. Sometimes when I have six almonds, I feel like I had 12 almonds. <laughs> All right, well, you sort of, you sort of get the point. So A.D. Bryant plays, who I love on Saturday Night Live, who I think is awesome, is also awesome in this. So mostly good. Oh, Elizabeth Banks and Lauren Michaels produced this show. Um, didn't know that until I just saw it. Cool. Uh, but... Uh, so you can imagine the basic theme. So A.D. Bryant is is a full-figured girl, right? Carrie, you with me? Yep. Okay. So do you like her on SNL? Do you ever I watch do. SNL? Okay. Mm-hmm. So she, I think she's one of the more talented, underrated people on SNL. The, the show is about her being a, a fat girl um, and trying to survive in a world where, you know, fat girls are taken down a peg for every last little thing, professionally, personally, you know, she's clearly got this insecure streak. And then something happens 
and I don't want to blow it, so no spoilers here. Something happens that sort of gives her a little bit of burst of confidence so that she has a little bit more swagger in her step, and it, it, that part is, is absolutely cool to watch. Um, there's really interesting casting choices in this. You've got uh, Julia Sweeney, who was an SNL alum, who you remember, you know, uh, it's Pat, the androgynous uh, character there. And Daniel Stern, probably best known for City Slickers or uh, some such thing. They're the parents and um, of, of 80. And so the only warning I give you is eventually it, it you get beaten over the head a little bit too much about how be comfortable with your body. There's a scene where she goes to a pool party for full-figured women, uh, body empowerment, and she just kind of floats in the pool and kind of takes everything in for what seems like 20 minutes in a row of just her being comfortable in her own body. It's like, I get it. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. However, for the most part, mm -hmm. uh, it's it's worth checking out. And the, the other disclaimer is I'm only halfway through uh, the season. But um, so... Would, is that something you would watch? I would watch that. All right, get to work on it, mm -hmm. Karen. You don't watch enough TV. I'm going to do it tonight. Yeah. I'm, Good. I'm nervous for the baking show. On the <laughs> I have a rival here. Well, can't we have both, <laughs> you know? Um, so I hope you had fun, Carrie. Did you I have did. fun? I did. All right, cool. So, all right, now get the hell out of here. I got another <laughs> podcast to do. No, I'm just kidding. So uh, my thanks to Carrie Murray. My thanks to listeners. Don't forget, check out all of her stuff. You, you can go, don't go to the house.com thing first. Go to her website first. KerryMariArchitecture.com. Again, K-E-R-I. And uh, I'm done spelling. I'm tired. Um, but, <laughs> but thank you for listening. Uh, Pod617.com is where you find all of our podcasts and also where you learn about getting your own podcast. If you like this pod, and I hope you did, share it with a friend or a colleague. Just hit the share button on your app. We're giving you all this free content, people. Please share it. That's all we ask, and we're grateful when you do. And... On that note, Carrie, go build something. I know it's going to be beautiful. And Many enjoy. <laughs> What's that? Many things. Many things. Many things. Awesome. I have no doubt. This is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. <laughs>